Hey everyone, if you know me, you know I'm a super clean freak. This is Steph Palermo and I've got to tell you about an amazing cleaning product. These days, everyone is fed up with unnecessary chemicals and additives. Me too. So let me tell you about an all-in-one household product, Annie's Pure and Simple. I know what you're thinking. I was thinking it too. What about COVID? Rest easy, Annie has got you covered. Annie makes her products from natural ingredients that are proven to kill germs and viruses, including the COVID-19 virus. And they're surface friendly, as well as streak and smear free. And guess what else? It's safe for the kiddos and the pets. It's one cleaner for all your cleaning needs. Women owned and manufactured right here on the South Shore. Annie's Pure and Simple, change the way you clean. Available online at annie'spureandsimple.com and your local Whole Foods supermarket. This is the Just Steph Show. I'm your host, Steph Palermo, your Sicilian soul guide, bringing sexy back to Monday nights. Tune in every Monday night from 8 to 10 p.m. for weekly healings, soul readings, special guests, and tips to enhance your life by balancing body, mind, and heart. Make your Monday night sexy right here on WATD 95.9 with Just Steph. Hey, this is the Just Steph Show. Everybody has two lives. The second one begins when you realize you only have one. We are second lifers, empty nesters, newly single, and those starting over. H3, your healthy, happy, hip years are just beginning. I am bringing sexy back to Monday Night Radio. You do not want to miss tonight and every Monday because I'm helping you transform your life one glorious day at a time. I'm Steph Palermo, your intuitive soul guide, healer, radio talk show host, international speaker, and published author. I help Second Lifers transform their lives to leave a legacy they can be proud of. We have a super fun show tonight. So here's tonight's topics. This is what we're going to talk about tonight so you can get ready. So tonight's soul block is too much talk and not enough action. What does that mean and how does that get in the way of your evolving? Who should and should not consider going on retreat? And here's a good one. And I know all you... Uh, Italians and Sicilians out there, you'll know, you'll know this, but some people out there uh, are not doing this because they're so busy. Uh, in the importance of the dinner table and how dining can, uh, together can positively affect your business. And the Just Steph Rules of Dating, how to know if you are spiritually connected. And we're going to talk about the eyes of the soul in your soul block. No, not your soul block, your, uh, your soul reading. And the benefits of a salt cave. If anybody has done a salt cave, I love it. I'm going to tell you all about it uh, during your social 411 and so much more. So I'm taking calls tonight. Be part of the show. Call in uh, and ask me any questions about life, uh, love. And if you're watching on Facebook and social media, be sure to, uh, you can go ahead and ask me questions over the chat. And I would definitely uh, be looking at the, at those. So call in. It's 781 837-4900. Tell me what's going on in your life. I want to hear from you. Okay, so 
before we get started, I do this every week. I want everybody to just sort of relax, ground, breathe. Breathe in, hold, breathe out for four, in, out. Get grounded and know that tonight, because God is so amazing, uh, the universe is so amazing and has your back, you get exactly what you need from tonight's show. So I'm going to pull a grace card for you all. So everybody in uh, radio land, you can't see it, but I will read it and my uh, social media folks get to see it. I'm pulling this one. Receive. This is beautiful because tonight you'll be receiving everything that you need. When we open ourselves up to others, we open ourselves up to the abundance of the universe. Receive. That's a beautiful card. Okay, so today is National Relaxation Day, and it encourages us to slow down and unwind. And I know we're all running around crazy, and uh, today's a good day to remember to breathe, relax, and I'm going to talk a lot about leisure a little later. So uh, it really is a spiritual practice to relax and chill and to slow your mind down and actually get quiet and be able to... That actually opens you up to receiving. So uh, tonight is all about recognizing that we are spiritual beings. And when we start to align to this way of thinking, when we understand, when we start to get past our flesh time space reality uh we well at the beginning you'll have some resistance you'll have resistance from yourself because you will be detoxing from the way you were you were behaving and thinking and feeling and you will also get resistance from other people you'll have like thoughts in your head and uh you'll go through withdrawals but tonight is about really accepting that uh, spiritual way of thinking in that we are spiritual beings first. We've talked about this before. So before I, I I'm going to preface what I'm going to say here. I, I want everybody to understand. I have no desire to force anybody into any religious or religiosity or any sort of spirituality or any sort of organized religion. That is up to you. My job is to teach you how to connect with your higher power, your inner being, your spirit, and to align to your higher self and walk the path of your soul's journey, your, your journey, so that you can live your best life uh, your best purpose-driven life that's high vibe and fun and amazing. That's, that's my intention in all of this. I want to teach you how to live your best life because I, I know and I've been on this journey and, and some of you out there who know me know what I've been through, but it's more than that. It's using my gifts and everything that I've learned along the way to help you not to live uh, 55 years or more waiting for something fun to happen or waiting for that best life. So I wanted to preface because I am, I personally am Catholic and a Christian, 
but I don't care what, what you are. I don't, it doesn't bother me. Whatever, whatever you are is. And I want to, in this next few sentences, I want to, I want to tell you, I want to give you the example uh, that we should aspire to from what we understand about the person in Jesus. And I'm only saying this because I want you to know that whether you believe Jesus is God or not, that's not my business. But from what you can get from the text, this is a, a character, if you will, if you're not a believer, in a very ancient book. So I want to give you a few things, a few characteristics that I have seen that we can aspire to in our spiritual lives. And, try, and, and work on trying to imitate these. Okay, from what we know from the text, he loved without seeking anything in return. He used his power and gifts to better the world. He was always aligned to his father, spirit, source, the universe, whatever you want to call it. He enjoyed good food, wine, and a party. He loved his friends. He showed appropriate emotions. He mourned, he laughed, he cried. He got angry, tipped over the tables of the temple. He loved and respected his parents, especially his mother. He was secure in who he was. He knew his power, at, at least as an adult. He taught us to know our power he told us to use our gifts and don't hide them. He did everything out of love. He handled tough conversations like a champ. He left when he was not welcomed, and his timing was impeccable. So those are just some, some things to aspire to and as we grow in our in our spiritual lives there'll be a little that little person inside of us that that ego that ego that it will be screaming no 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 don't grow don't don't evolve stay safe because the unknown we don't know that what the unknown is going to bring we don't know and i'm telling you don't listen to that that little voice and i'm i'm asking you to take steps towards evolving and growing and connecting to your spiritual life, your, who you really are. And I'm asking you to grow as a person so that you can live your best life and be, and be who you want to be. You're the author of your own story. You're the captain of your own ship. And when we're not aligned to our higher power, when we're not aligned and living a purpose-driven life, our, our soul-driven our soul, uh, life, something else is driving our bus. So tell me what's going on in your life. Call me, 781-837-4900. I love books that give a real glimpse into a culture while also imparting life lessons. There's not many books like this, and my favorite one that stayed with me, it's called It's Not Personal, Sunny, It's Business 
by Steph Palermo. In this book, Steph combines the pillars of Sicilian heritage with her own life experiences into a book that's truly going to transform the way you think about life and the way you think about work. Stop postponing living your best, most satisfying life and stop putting off thriving in your business. You can do both of those things right now. Just go to buystephsbook.com and order your copy today. You won't regret it. That's www.buystephsbook.com. See you there. Hi, I'm Art Eckman, and you're listening to The Just Steph Show. Thanks, Art. I love that guy. He's the best. So, you know, I always, I'm a healer, and uh, we need heal. We all need healing in, in one or more parts of our lives. So healing in any area of our lives helps to mend those wounds and even the other wounds in our lives. So here's tonight's healing. Spirit, you are the source of love, healing, and restoration. We thank you for the miracles you still perform today. Tonight, bestow your grace on those listening who are in need of your healing. Bring peace, restoration, and full health to this audience and their loved ones. I believe in the healing power of faith and prayer, and I ask you to begin your mighty work in the lives of my audience. Please reach down and surround my audience with supernatural peace and strength and give my audience the faith to believe that all things are possible for you, Spirit. Amen. And if you would like an on-air healing um, or, of course, um, in private, email me, Steph at JustSteph.com and call me, 781-837-4900. Ask me any questions. I'm here to serve you tonight. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, this week's Soul Block. Soon to see if I'm happy in your 
Okay, I'm back. Do you guys have a copy of my book? I'm going to be talking about it a little later. Grab a copy, buystephsbook.com. It's not personal, Sunny. It's business. How to run your family life and business like a Sicilian. I want to say hi to Fred from Albania who's watching uh, on uh, on social media. Thanks, Fred, from tu- for tuning in all the way from across the pond. I love it. That's awesome. That's so, excellent. Right? That's like, what, halfway around the world? Right? Yeah. I love it. Thanks, Fred. Okay, so you know what? I have a question from social media. Maria um, has asked, uh, how can you live your best life when there are so many obligations to take care of? And, you know, I this is a really great question because, um, I, and I do address this quite a bit, uh, especially uh, today when, you know, we have, you know, your obligations to your family, uh, for work, uh, your husband, your significant other, your parents, your aging parents. Uh, here's, and it, it's funny because uh, I dropped my son off at, at college last, last week, the end of last week, and, you know, it's been quite an ex- I want to say experience for him. And I talked to him about sort of leaning into what doesn't feel good and you know what he's not used to and i gave him this example when my kids were little and you know i had a bunch of them and i had this plan every day because i'm I, you know i have to do this 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 and this i have that list of to do's and i would want to go to the gym and take care of myself and inevitably we'd wake up and somebody would be throwing up or sick and i could never really get um, get and i'd be so frustrated frustrated and it wasn't until I was able to say oh well we're all hanging hanging today we're all relaxing that's what we're doing it wasn't until I leaned into it and I was okay with it it's kind of like a snow day here in Boston where everyone gets aggravated because it's another snow day and I just go whoa it's a snow day we're gonna make pizza and have cocktails and watch TV and whatever so, I mean, that's kind of a little bit out there. The truth is, is, yeah, you got to feed your kids. They have to go to school. You have to go to the PTA meetings. And, you know, you have to visit your in-laws and you have to, you know, take care of your aging parents. There's no doubt. These, uh, these are obligations. So what I would say is, you be selective about when you are that busy, because I'm much freer now. My kids are gone, and you know it's a lot easier for me to grab my yoga mat and skip skip out the door and and go to yoga. But what I would do is I would be very selective about how you spend your leisure. You don't want to put yourself in leisure situations that are supposed leisure situations that drain you whatever time free time you have make it an energizer whether it's taking a nap a walk sitting at the beach reading a good book being around friends that make you laugh Because your time is limited, you want to make the most of your time. And say no whenever you can. Just no. We're not doing that. No, that's too... My kids were not... They didn't do several activities every semester. They did one. That was it. And I was happy when they didn't get invited to birthday parties because I didn't want to drive them. 
Then I had to go buy a gift and everything else and wrap it and blah, blah, blah. Say no to whatever doesn't serve you and your family. And be very selective about how you spend your leisure time. Does that make sense? And then you will get freer. And your job, your job should be purpose-driven. You should be living your best purpose-driven life in your career. That's the only way you're going to be the happiest, is doing what you love. So I hope that answered your question. Uh, You know, we can talk specifics if you want to at another time, but that's kind of a broad answer at that point. So this week's Soul Block is brought to you by Annie's Pure and Simple Clean Your House, Clean Your Soul, available at all Whole Foods supermarkets. Okay, this this week's so block is. Uh, I want to talk about talking about your situation over and over and not taking action. If you listen, if anybody listens to Abraham Hicks out there on on YouTube, she advises uh, not to talk about stuff, you know, because it perpetuates it. So I, I'm going to talk about this in a few different dimensions here. But first of all. When you continue to discuss the same things over and over and over again, like our current situation in our country, or uh, I used to say to people, I'm not talking about that the the C word that we had to go through for a couple of years. And I'm not talking about it because then it becomes, then we're, we're giving it energy. And we, whenever we give something energy, it continues. We, we get more of that in our, whatever we focus on is what we get in our lives. That's it. That's the bottom line. What, wherever we place our focus and we get it whether we want it or not because that's where our focus is. If we're focusing, focusing on the fact that we have no money, we'll continue to have no money. If we focus on the fact uh, that we're overweight will continue to be overweight. If we you know, focus on uh, the lack, that's what we'll c- continue to have. So continuing to talk about a current situation in your life over and over and over again. Now, I'm not talking about therapeutically talking about it, but asking for people's opinions all the time for everywhere you go. You're just continuing to block the abundance. You're, you're blocking m- the manifestation of what you truly want. Stop going round and round and round. And when you, when you do need advice, when you do seek advice, take advice from solid sources. People who are trying to live their best life. Don't don't ask people around you who want to keep you from evolving. Don't ask people, don't talk to people about what you have going on in your life when they want to see you not grow as a person. They want to see you, uh, They something inside them wants you to stay 
in a lower frequency vibration. Don't have conversations about what's not working for you in your life with people who can't bear the weight of whatever is happening in your life. And this goes the same, and I want to say this, even when there's good things that happen in your life, when you love it, be careful who you share that with because they will try to take that away from you. They will steal from you. They can rob you. And it says in scripture, don't throw your pearls before swine. Don't share your good fortune with people that don't want to cheer you on. Be careful where you seek advice. Be careful where you discuss uh, your the aspects of your life that are not the best for you. They're not the happiest for you. And be careful who you share your joys with. You want to be. You want to surround yourself with people who are your cheerleaders, who want to see you succeed, who want, who, you know, their first priority is to see themselves succeed. And if they want to see themselves succeed and to, and to live their best life, they're going to want that for you if it's authentic. If it's authentic. And this goes especially, and I'm... I'm sort of skipping into sort of the dating area, which we're going to talk about something different in the Just F Rules of Dating. But when you're dating somebody or you're trying to date them, stop talking about the problems with that, about that person with everybody else. It's just not going to help. It's just going to keep, it's going, to, it's going round and round and round. It ne- you never step out of it. Instead of taking action, all you're doing is talking. You ever, do you have those people in your lives that they just complain about everything or the same thing, the same thing over and over and over again, and they never try to move forward? They never take that step? I had a client that I worked with, and uh, at the end, towards the end of her time with me, she said, I don't know. I just feel all this love. Did you put that inside me? And I said, I could never put anything inside you that you didn't already have. I can't lead you if you won't take a step. I can't. So you, you have, if you are not taking action or trying, stop complaining. Stop talking about it. Do something about it. And when you stop talking about it, I bet you things will change. I'll bet you anything that when you stop talking about it and you start accepting and you start loving your life where you're at, everything's going to change. That situation will change. Do you guys agree out there? I think so, right? Talking about your 
situation over and over and over again without action will block you from progressing in your spiritual journey. It will block you from evolving. Don't, don't block. Don't be a blocker. Right? Move forward. Take action. And the first action you need to take is just to stop talking. Just shut up. <laughs> and, and we do this. We all do it. We, we want to tell everybody about what, what's gone on. We love it. We thrive on it. Oh, did you know? Oh, here's the latest. I mean, we all do it. I do it too. And I realize, I go, okay, I can't talk about this anymore. I'm tired of it. It's done. It's the same thing. Same, same, you know, it's same program, different channel. It's ridiculous. All right. So that's your soul box for this week. I hope, uh, I hope it resonates with you, and I hope that you can uh, be quiet for a little while and, uh, <laughs> and move past <laughs> whatever's bothering you. So I want to tell you a little bit about Sicily. People who invest in themselves do better in life. And I want to talk to you about who should consider going on retreat. And this is really any retreat, but my retreats in particular. But this is, this is really true across the board because uh, people who... The truth is, is people who invest in themselves, whether it's with um, a spiritual guide, a coach, a therapist, self, extreme self-care, retreats, going to yoga, you know, doing things for themselves. People who invest in themselves do better in life. And they treat themselves better, so others will treat themselves Others will treat them accordingly because they will command that respect. So who should consider uh, going on my retreats, but any retreat in general? You're busy and you want to jumpstart your life. You're ready, to, you're ready to do more and you want to do it quickly. You don't want to be uh, years in therapy or with a coach. You know, you just don't have that time. You don't want to do it. I wouldn't want to do it. Quick, quick results. You're ready to be the author of your own life. Here's a great one. You have a vision of a liberated life. You feel shackled in your life right now, and, but you know that there's more. There's, freedom is on the horizon. You're looking for guidance. You know that there's all this self-care stuff and woo-woo stuff going around, you know, around out there, but you don't really know where to, where to start. You want clarity on your life up to now and to and help to navigate the road ahead because you're not really sure what, the, what it is. Once you start a spiritual journey, oh boy, yeah. You know, it, we, it's the unknown. It's the unknown, but it's fun. You know you have a lot on your plate and you do not want to spend, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you do not, not want to spend the money or years in therapy. So you just want to get it all done in a week and, you know, and get yourself on track. You're excited to get away from it all. You want to remove yourself from your normal habits so that you can get, gain clarity. Because when you're on, in your routine and you're, even if you try to start something new, when you're in your space, it's really hard 
to just to gain clarity. You know how it is when you're uh, when you have everybody around you, and either you're trying to be in a diet or you're trying to start uh, start uh, some other healthy uh, actions, whether it's working out or reading. You'll you know inevitably get caught up in what's going on around you. You want to have more fun in your life, and you know that you're worth it. You're worth the investment. So now, conversely, this is not for you if you're totally, totally happy with where you're, where you're at. You're, you're flying. You're just, you're, you're at enlightenment. You're evolved. You love it. You're fine. You're all good. God bless you, and I, you know, and I tip my hat to you. You're not ready to enjoy your life. You are completely satisfied with every aspect of your life. You're apathetic about most everything. You just don't care. Like, this is not important to you. You do not want to commit to the small amount of time it takes to enjoy your life. You know, you, know, you just don't want to do the work. You enjoy, wor- you enjoy worrying, boredom, chaos, being mistreated, toxic people, etc. And listen, even though you don't like it, you're addicted to it. We all are. You're addicted to suffering. You're not ready to be happy. Maybe you're not ready to be successful. You feel you are not worth the time or the investment. Because here's what goes on. Old school values like the dinner table, family, respect, loyalty, generosity, purpose-driven work, leisure, love, forgiveness. These are basic values that we talk about on retreat. And you want to surround yourself with like-minded people who want, what's, who want what's best for them and others so that you can have the support. And that's what you'll get on retreat, whether it's my retreat or another retreat, because everybody's in it for the same reasons. You want to get out of your normal habits and to-dos. And beside my connection to the divine and channeling spirit, my family immigrated to the U.S. from Sicily in the early 1900s. I've spent extensive time in Sicily, immersing myself in the culture, learning the ways of my ancestors, and making friends all over the island. Nobody does Sicily like me. Nobody. Nobody. I'll have you part of the town in a day. You'll immerse in the culture, and you'll become Sicilian for eight days. So what does that mean? Daily siesta, walks by the sea, amazing Mediterranean Mediterranean food, Sicilian wines, cocktails in the piazza with the locals, coffee and gelato, cooking lesson, visiting sacred sites, Edice, Casa La Mare del Golfo, a day at the number one beach in Italy, San Vito Lo Capo, authentic Marsala wine tasting at Cantina Florio, Shopping at the Gucci, Dolce & Gabbana, Versace outlets, as well as local shopping. And time with me, discovering what you love, your passions, and who you are. Learning how to build relationships like the Sicilians. Caring for yourself, understanding how to authentically bring value to those in your world and leave a legacy you can be proud of. This is a personalized, exclusive, transformative getaway designed to meet your specific needs and situations. So spend eight nights in Sicily with 
me go back in time to move into your future gain soul clarity by learning from the ancients this retreat is for anyone who is interested in deep transformations leaving a legacy and having a blast all while doing all the stuff that we have going on in Sicily. So if you are interested in coming with me, contact me at Steph at JustSteph.com. We're going to have a blast. I'm going to be there uh, anyway in September. So come join me. And I know I'll have future uh, retreat dates to uh, tell you all about tell you all about it and you can check out my website uh if you go to juststuff.com under services it, it has soul journey retreats there and you can check out there's more information and an application and you need to be ready to uh, fill out an application be interviewed and release what no longer serves you serves you and make the investment in time uh to come and enjoy paradise with me in sicily so we're going to take a short break and when we come back, it's not personal, Sonny. It's business. Over the platinum, the game's been a wrap one. Got me looking so crazy. 
Hi, this is Annie from Annie's Pure and Simple. And on Monday nights from 8 to 10, we listen to Just Steph right here on WATD. Thanks, Annie. You're the best. Annie's um, having surgery tomorrow. So I feel bad. I hope she gets better. I, Annie, if you're listening, uh, get well soon, honey. So it's uh, call me, 781-837-4900. Ask me any questions about your life, and I will help you solve your issues. And if you're on uh, social media, you can ask right here on social media, and I will answer your questions just like I did a little while ago. So I want to talk to you about It's Not Personal, Sunny. It's business. Uh, if you're, uh, you have a book club and you're local to Boston, I would uh, love it if you read my book and I'll come and talk to you about it after you all are finished. So I've done that before with my other book. I love it. So we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, the dinner table. For our, for Italians and, and Sicilians alike, and I think a lot of... Um, you know, the ethnic groups are the, are the same. Uh, Mealtime was and always is sacred. We sat down for dinner every single night. We had to be home. Uh, I was had to be home at 5 o'clock. Not a minute later, I was getting in big trouble. And the best thing about the dinner table was the safe, it was a safe place. We, it, would, it didn't matter what was going on, the chaos in our lives, man, it just all shut down. We sat down and ate and we talked like human beings. We discussed the day's events, plans for the next day or so, uh, and what everybody was up to in the family. Our, our, every event revolved around a meal, weddings, wakes, and funerals. And uh, of course, we have bereavement dinners. And as an adult, I came to understand that mealtime was not only, uh, not only bonded us as a family, it was where we healed from grief and we learned table manners, sarcasm and humor. We learned things about, uh, you know, our, our elders, our, our, um, my great grandmother and my great uncle spent every holiday with us. And I actually spent uh, many summers with her in the North End, staying at her house. But I also, my grant with my grandmother, my other, all, both sides of my family, we had grandparents and in-laws would bring their uh, their uh, mother-in-law, father-in-law, they would all come. Everybody would be together. So the kids, we all got to learn about uh, the older generation. Today, kids are not, kids are not uh, exposed to older folks. They're just on their phones. And, uh, you know, I woke up every Sunday to my mother frying meatballs. I mean, it was just unbelievable uh you know we had uh, pasta meatballs sausages in the sauce we always had fresh bread grated cheese uh salad you know cutlets sunday dinner was a big deal it was really a celebration of sort of abundanza like the uh, what we had and we celebrated every sunday you know my family would come over uh, and as we got older friends would drop by and uh, everybody would just be there. And I always felt a little sad when Sunday was over. I was, you know, I was safe with my family. I could breathe. We laughed. We cracked up. I mean, who wanted to go to school after being with your family on Sunday and, and, and enjoying all of that? So here are some tips to, uh, to incorporate the dinner table uh, with your family and in your life and in your business. Sit down as a family at least a few times a week. 
Do not use the table as a place to discipline your kids unless they misbehave at the table and then you're teaching them their table manners. Only correct table manners and disrespect at mealtimes. If the table is a fun, safe place, everyone will want to be there. Invite other family members and friends. Right? And how about Connie from The Godfather? Papa never talked business at the table. Right? We never talk business. So it's, you know, it's sacred. It's a sacred place. It's, it's sort of like holy ground. Uh, and when you share a meal together, you bond. Now, if you don't really have a close family or if you don't live around uh, your family, try and grow your, your friend group and, and carve out time in your calendar to, to sit down and share meals with friends. Don't always be on the go. No texting. At the, at the dinner table. Invite friends to your home for dinner. If you don't like to entertain, maybe co-host with somebody. You know, offer to help. Start a supper club or a dessert club or something like that. Invite a few to come early to help you prepare dinner. You know, when you have people... I love when people come to my house early and... Start, they'll start drinking wine or having a cocktail or a cup of coffee while I'm cooking, and we just all talk. It's amazing. No phones at the table, though. Okay, so in your business, here's, this is what I, I want, want you to understand. If you have a business, if you're running a business, or if you um, have any uh, influence in, at work, these are some things that you can incorporate at work to really bring about a family atmosphere because when you're when your company when your people when your team is a family nobody leaves nobody's trying to stick it to you nobody wants your job everybody stays in their lane so start a weekly company meal that is scheduled midweek during business hours tell tell your family your work family the rules no taking no talking business no telephones or laptops at the table. Encourage conversations. People forget. They don't know how to talk. They don't know how to have conversations anymore because they're so busy communicating via uh, electronics. And so you know what happens with that? This is a little aside. I took, you know, I was a communications major. Communications 101. Most of your communications happen it's nonverbal whether it's your you know your inflection your your tone your um, pronunciation your your uh, eye contact the way your body language all of that helps with the delivery of the message and if you're you're just typing everything how do people know what you really mean or that you're passionate about something, or you're, or, or you're not angry because a lot of times it comes across angry. No phones. Stop it. As your work family bonds, offer an after-hours dinner, either off or on-site, once, once a quarter. At least twice a year, host events for your work family and include their immediate families like a summer picnic and a holiday party. Here's, here's what I really think is the, the number one thing a business owner can do. The best thing a business owner can do is host dinners at their home. 
This is where you will really win people over. So if you have a large team, maybe you have four or five people over or, uh, or maybe just three with their spouses and, and have these periodically so everyone can sort of cycle through. Cycle through. This is where people will feel included in your life, accepted, and they'll feel special. It's here where you will gel as a true family. If you are a business owner, I encourage you to have dinners at your home if you can, even if you have to cater it because you don't cook. And of course, be excited to see your family, your work family at the dinner table. So... If you are ready to get your business in front of over 100K peeps, you need to email me at steph at juststeph.com or share this information with um, some of your business owner friends because I can help you get in front of so many people and get you on the radio and it's really economical and so much fun. Who doesn't love to chat on the radio? I love it as you can tell, and I know you will too. It's so much fun to be in the radio studio or even if you have to call in, you will love it. So email me at steph at juststeph.com if you would like to do that. Next hour, we have the Just Steph Rules of Dating and I'm going to be talking about that soul connection, the spiritual connection with your prospective love partner. I have your weekly soul reading. We're going to be talking about the eyes of the soul and of course, your social 411, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little uh, review of where I went to eat last weekend, and I have some amazing. We had some amazing food last weekend. Of course, it was just so good, and I'm gonna discuss with you if any of you have ever been to a salt cave. It's the best. I'm gonna tell you all about what it's like to sit in a salt cave and the benefits of it. So we're gonna be back in a few minutes so hang tight and we will have the best next hour see you in a bit
Okay, we are back. And I know you've been waiting for this because this is going to be great. This is dating advice for second lifers and the Just Jeff rules of dating. Here we go. Okay, so before I talk to you about the topic, I'm going to pull a love card because I love you guys so much. And for everybody out there in um, Radio Land that's not watching, it's okay. I'll read it. But everybody on uh, social media gets to see. I'm just going to pull it right out from the middle. I, I, um, I already shuffled these before the show. So let me pull this. Ooh. This is a great one. And I know um, everybody who watched, who used to watch um, Love Card Friday, uh, you've probably seen this one. Back to what you love. Reevaluate your desires. See, we know we know deep down what we really want. We just don't, and what we desire, and what we really love, and we don't uh, listen to that. We listen to what everybody else is telling us and what the world is telling us. Go back, go back, go back to basics, kids. All right. So this week's I'm talk. I want to talk to you today about a spiritual connection uh, to another person. And remember, we're talking all about um, spirituality tonight and how we are connected to our higher power by, um, by the fact that our spirit, our souls, are a piece of the divine. And we are spiritual beings before anything else. And, uh, and so... We come from spirit. We are. We come from non-physical. We have phys, not. We have physical bodies, and and then we go. We move on. We transition back into non-physical. So we are more spiritual than um, than anything else. So uh, there are talking about soulmates and and your twin flame and all of that. We there's a way to discover the the spiritual if you are spiritually connected to a person and here's what i want to say to you before we go forward being spiritually if you're looking for a long-term relationship now this isn't really for somebody who just wants to date around and never really wants to settle or they don't want to um stop dating or you know state stop dating everybody else and whatever this is for somebody who's really interested in settling with one person in in a long-term relationship and you really want to have that spiritual connection because let's face it the physical connection only lasts so long you've got to have more going on than just the physical part of your relationship that's all good and necessary and fun it's awesome and you need it but it's not going to sustain the relationship, then you need more. So here's a few ways that you can figure out that to help you to understand whether or not you have a spiritual connection to the person you are dating. Or maybe this is, if you're not, if you're single, maybe when you go into uh, the dating arena, you can sort of look out for these things so that you can really feel if you are connected to this person. Okay. Your instincts say so. So something inside of you says yes. This is, you don't know why. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no um, logic. It just, something sits right with you. 
Number two, this and this is a few. That this there's way more than this, but I just I'm just pulling out a few. You share similarities, and you know, back in the old days, they always said, "Stay with your own kind." And then everyone thought, "Oh, that's so bad." But you know, the truth is, is the more you have in common, especially when it comes to upbringing and beliefs the easier it is to stay together because you like the same things now you can always it's really good to have things that you know everyone has is a little autonomous and has their own things that they like and the other one doesn't i'm not saying you have to be glued to the hip but you generally like the same things you like the same types of foods you like to spend holidays the same way uh you you have sort of an understanding understanding of their upbringing that makes it easier when things get tough when you have to have tough conversations you'll understand where they're coming from and how they were raised when you are with somebody that you it's totally different for you it's going to be harder I, I think religion's a big deal. I really do. I think I think it's a big deal. If somebody, if you believe in God, if you believe in Jesus, or if you believe, and you know, you have a, you subscribe to a certain belief system, and this person is a complete atheist, that that's going to be difficult. I think that's going to be hard. It's you know, you you just it's it's very difficult. Number three, you laugh together. This is so important. If you guys aren't cracking up, there's a problem. You got to be laughing. I never laughed with I never laughed when I was married. I mean, I laughed with my kids cuz they were funny. But I never laughed to, I never sat around and talked with my husband and cracked up. I didn't. He he wasn't funny. And and I, he didn't think I was funny. Jimmy's 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 hilarious, I have to say. <laughs> he really is. I I can't even breathe sometimes. <laughs> But you have to laugh together. It's so, it's so important. You're comfortable with each other. If you're uncomfortable, how do you want, how could you be connected? If it feels weird, it is weird. If you feel uncomfortable with, with somebody, they're not your person. You're not, con- you're not connected spiritually. You feel free around them. And here's this, this is a big deal. When you're with the right person, you are free. You're not shackled. You're not shackled to that person. When you, you feel free around them, free to be who you are, free to live your life. There's no, you're not, you're just not cuffed. You don't feel cuffed. You know, the old ball and chain. <laughs> Sometimes they say like, the, the wife is the old ball and chain. That's terrible. And if you're married, I want to, I just have one little aside. Always be the girlfriend. Even if you're married, be the girlfriend. Act like you're the girlfriend. And they'll, they'll believe me, that it's more fun. You have deep meaningful conversations with them I never had a meaningful conversation in my marriage it was just all shallow it was surface talk like where you going what are you doing 
It was never had any value. Nothing. Zippo. It was so shallow. There was nothing to talk about. And I dated people like that, too. And, you know, it's, there was, at, at some point I'm going, okay, yeah, no, I can't take this. Um, but don't dummy down. Please don't dummy down. Just for the sake of having a warm body around. Yeah, you have deep, meaningful conversations with them. You mutually respect each other. How's that? I mean, that's like, duh. But it, it happens. People are disrespectful. You're both progressing in your spiritual journeys. Men don't love to do that. Men don't love to talk about that stuff. But it's important. Even if they don't talk about it, if they're trying to grow and evolve as a person, that's important. That's, that's uh, somebody who's trying. You can be authentic, authentic with them, and they can be authentic with you. Your, your authentic self, like totally let your hair down. I used to dance around when I was married around the house because I'm nuts, and he just he just always be like, "Why do you behave like that?" And now I just dance around the house, and <laughs> Jimmy's laughing at me because I'm a nut. But I could just totally be myself and crack, and they they just think you know they see the gift in you. They see the gift in you, and you can just be who you are. They, they, like, they like who you are. Your morals and values are aligned. That's important. Family values. Do they value the family? If, if you have kids and they don't, are they going to get it? Are they going to get it? Are, you know, or do they, are, they, are they estranged from everybody in their world? That's a red flag, people. You can trust them 100%. Trust is so huge. You know, if you can't trust them, even, and it doesn't even have to be for cheating. It could be for anything. I didn't trust my husband with my heart. Like he, I just knew he was just going to trample all over it. I couldn't. I had to keep it all inside. Could never share anything because I knew, you know, I trusted him to be a very good provider because he was. He's a great provider, but he couldn't trust him with my heart. You have similar life goals. You know, if you if you going in opposite directions, you know, it's it's uh it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. You know, I mean I um I, I was saying I was saying this to uh, Jimmy the other day. I had a date with a guy once that I canceled because he had a boat. I don't want to go in a boat. I don't want to be in a boat every single weekend on Cape Cod in the summer. I just don't. That's not what I want to do all summer long. I'll go once, but I'm not going. To, I, I don't want to be there all summer. Think about that. Their goal is that's what they do. They love to that. That's what they do, and that's fine. It's just I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do that the rest of my life. There's no way. You feel good. You're extremely happy with them. You feel good about yourself. And I heard this. So I had to take a class when I was getting divorced. It was a parenting class, you know, trying to teach you how to parent through the divorce and, and afterwards. And the psychologist said, people do not stay together because of how they feel about the other person. 
They stay together because of how they feel about themselves when they are with the other person. Do you know how that resonated with me? Because I felt, I, I said, now I know why I'm getting divorced. Because I feel not good about myself when I'm with him. So if you don't feel good about yourself when you're with that person, if you feel less than, then there's not a connection there. There's not a spiritual connection. And then here we are, physical attraction. There definitely has to be that physical attraction. Here's a good one. They challenge you to be better. You know, what was that in, uh, as good as it gets? You make me want to be a better man. That was um, Jack Nicholson in As Good As It Gets. Uh, you know, we're, we're here, we, we're uh, growing together as human beings and we all have these gifts and usually you're not with you with some everybody has different gifts so you're hoping that your partner is helping you with their you know with the gifts that they're good at and you're doing the same for them it's called reciprocity people challenging the people in our in our, our the people in our lives lives and especially a love in a love interest to be the best person they can be and here's one that's number one, the last one here. Love each other unconditionally. Love each other unconditionally. Doesn't matter. Like, you're not just out of love just because you had a little disagreement. All of a sudden, it's over. Hello? Everybody disagrees. They don't think that, you know, something, that something isn't always perfect. You just have to have a conversation about it. Am I right? So, and, and the one thing I want you to understand, if you need help identifying if someone in your life is a good match for you, this is where you can call me or call, send me an email, steph at juststeph.com, because this is what I do for work. I can help you identify your goals, your desires, your purpose, and, we, and help you. And, you know, using my gifts, I would be able to see if somebody is a good match for you just by getting you know hearing the story and and hearing all about them and if it's not me if it doesn't work for you to work with me find somebody else to help you a spiritual guide like i said people who invest in themselves do better they do better in their lives and if you need help this is why you get lawyers and you get accountants you get people who specialize in different things so that you can get the best advice for you. It's the same with the spiritual guide or a therapist or a coach or, or a date, you know, a, a matchmaker. These people are here to help you. Where I'm here to help you. This is what we do for work. And, and you go for that expertise. That's extreme self-care. So I hope that's been helpful for you. I mean, I love this list. Uh, there's many more. You can Google it too and, uh, and see what else. And of course, uh, let me know if you need help with, with any of anything that I talked about. Uh, email me at steph at juststeph.com. Take a risk, be vulnerable, share your heart and love always. We're gonna take a short break when we come back, how to find peace within. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, 
It makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here. It makes me want to... Dave Lodge, what a great song. So fun. 
So we're just moving right along here, kids. Your soul is restless until you live your purpose. And here is this week's soul reading. the soul but you know what before i get started i'm going to pull a divine energy um oracle card for you guys and again if you're listening on out in radio land i'll read it to you so these are simple cards just pulled from the middle <gasps> oh i love this one be true to yourself this is what we're talking about people hello i cannot make this stuff up i love that i love when you would get confirmation this is being true to you 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 and you all right so we want to talk about i want to talk a little bit about this the eyes of the soul but first here's the deal you know we want when we come into the day you know when we start our day we want to align with the universe we want to align with god and you want to ask, who can I serve today besides myself? Who can I serve? Who will come to me for my gifts? So we've been living life, most of us, you, all of you, based on the following perspectives. This is what helps shaped, shapes our, our thinking and the way we see life. It's the people who influenced us the most by age six, especially those who are not connected to spirit. Number two, the world's ideas of life and what life, how life ought to be lived, what life should look like. And number three, our misconceptions based on beliefs from what we received from one and two, the people who influenced us and the world. And these are misconceptions that do not serve us. So that's how we see things in our physical, physicality, if you want to, if you will. So what does the soul see? What's the soul's view? What if you put on divine goggles and you could see the world as your spirit, as your connection to the divine sees you and, and the world around you. This is what the soul knows. And this is why I want you to tap into this. We are all eternal. We're eternal. We're so worried about our flesh and about you know, about dying and death. And I understand that I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not diminishing that. However, our soul knows that this isn't the end of the story. This isn't the end. The soul knows and sees that we're a piece of infinity. We are the image of God. That our, our, the soul is the image of God. And to the soul and to the divine and to uh, spirit, the world is beautiful. You're beautiful. I'm beautiful. 
Life is amazing. The soul doesn't worry. There's nothing to worry about because everything works out. The soul knows this. And when you are aligned to that, you release those shackles of worry. Imagine that. My girlfriend said, mentioned some time back, she said something about being worried. And I said, I don't worry. She goes, yeah, I know. My sister one time lost her marbles on me. What do you mean? Don't worry. I said, all right, well, if you want to worry, you can worry for me. Because I'm not going to worry. It's all going to be all right. But I used to worry. I used to. We are all powerful. The soul knows our power. We're powerful. We have gifts. We have power. This power in our words, this power in our thoughts, this power in our emotions, in our feelings, this power. We have power beyond our thinking, beyond what we really understand. As spiritual beings, we have immense power. We're all connected. We're all us human beings. We're connected by the fact that our souls are a piece of God. The image and likeness of God connects each of us. If my soul is a piece of the divine and this person's soul is a piece of the divine and the next and the next and the next and so on and so on and so on, aren't we all related? We're one big spiritual family. Which is why I try to teach people about family. Because nobody knows how to treat each other. Whatever's going on over there on the other side of the world, I don't know how they put their head down at night. Hurting people. I'm not even getting political here. How does anybody deliberately hurt another human being? beyond me if I if I speak out of line or if I hurt somebody and, and I realize it I cannot stand myself I, I start pacing and I, and I have to do something about it to make it right whether somebody wants to forgive me or not that's another that's another thing but I can't do it I have such a hard time with it I don't understand it that's my soul talking because I know that we're all connected. The soul also knows and sees our freedom. We're free. We're free to choose. But we're only free insofar as we choose the good. Our souls are pure love. It's the peace of the divine. It can't be anything less. Our soul knows and can see that we have access to all knowledge, creativity, and wisdom because it's the connection to the infinite, infinite love, infinite knowledge. Our skin is merely a costume. How's that? We're, we're in disguise. So how do, we, how do we start to see from the perspective of the soul? How do we get those divine goggles? 
Know that in the spirit world, everything we understand is the opposite. Nothing we see is actual. For example, more is less and less is more. Wrap your head around on that one. We have to understand that our capacity to give and receive love is infinite. If you're out of steam when it comes to love, that's not authentic love. You're giving from an empty cup. You're not filling up for your, and your, you know, with self-love and self-esteem. Our capacity to love is infinite. Enlightenment is merely an understanding of the reality of, of the spirit world and our connection to it. We also need to understand that the soul's eye view, the, the goggles, the spiritual goggles, the God goggles, the God glasses, show us the amazingness of ourselves and our world around us. And nothing can get in the way when we have those glasses on. So if you'd like an online soul reading or even a private soul reading, uh, email me at staff at juststaff.com. And of course, today, ask me any questions. Call me, 781-837-4900. I'd love to hear from you. And if you are ready to get your biz in front of over 100K peeps, email me at staff at juststaff.com. I want to get you in front of so many people and get you on the radio and have some fun. We're going to take... Um, a short break, and when we come back, your social 
music tonight. That was a lot of fun. So, Georgie, what we um, we were talking um, off air. So, um, Georgie, what do you got? What were you? What we? What were some of your comments about some of the things I was saying? Hmm, where to start? I, honestly, I just I'll go simple. The self love, I guess. And you were mentioning um, how you are, I guess, dating somebody and they wanted you to go with them in their boat every week. And I, my thoughts about that is. I like to look at life in moderation, right? Don't do everything extreme. Try to respect your significant other's space. And I think that part of the relationship is like the yin and yang. Always have give and take and just never have, like you also mentioned, I guess, the surface level talk versus the, the deep talk. And I guess my experiences knowing people who do that would be that it's, um, you don't want to sort of give out your whole life story to somebody because it's just kind of like a burden in a sense. Whereas if you do talk to them, talk to your girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife, whatever you call that, and you do, like if you want to kind of walk through your problems, but also have time to relax, have time to do a leisure activity, I think that's a healthy way of not having to use your relationship as a therapy session. Well. Okay, so having deep, meaningful conversations doesn't necessarily mean unloading your stuff. Exactly. It, mean, it, it, it means talking about things that have more value than just, okay, well, I'll see you later on. What are we going to eat? Uh, you know, being able to talk about things like uh, religion, politics, if you will. I don't, I mean, that's something I don't engage in too much. Uh, Fair point. That's why I also I'm, say, I say it too. It, Whatever you can replace with what's could, what could be controversial or even a means to put a wedge between you and your significant other, I say fill that gap with, again, leisure or hobbies. Whatever you can find in common with somebody, do that. Go to the movies. Go to the beach. That would it find some commonality there, I think. You know, that's better than just doing the well, opposite. Uh, so some of the topics that I talk about here, like... If you can talk a little bit about this stuff conversationally with your significant other, just about your own personal growth and what's good for what's what's good to do, like just like you would about say working out or a diet or health. Oh, hey, I heard that this is really healthy for you, or um, I saw this workout on TV, or 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 um, I listened to this talk. Sometimes you know, uh, I'll throw on Abraham Hicks on YouTube or Jimmy Will, and we'll just listen to it, and then we can talk about it. Do you see what I'm saying? It's a lot more, uh, it, it has a lot more substance than, uh, okay, well, what time are you going to come home tonight, or what are you doing? Uh, okay, I'm going to go golfing. Uh, you're going to go there. I'll meet you there. It, there's, because that's surface talk, and that ha you need that. It's necessary. You do. You need it because you need to know what you know what's going on. However, if you're able to sit down and talk about things that are interesting to both of you, even it, you know, even if it were sports or you know, Jimmy likes to show me boxing videos because I, I I love boxing, and so or I'll say I'll send a TikTok. I, you know, I'm notorious. I send TikTok videos to people because they crack me up, and um, yeah, nothing so. wrong with that. <laughs> It's like the new YouTube, even uh, better. Oh, I love it. Oh my, it cracks me up. Yeah. Or, but I also find uh, 
great information there as well. I'll listen to doctors that are on and I'll say, oh, this, you know, so it's just more interesting than surface talk. So I think it's important to have, be able to talk about you know, have conversations. It's, it really is. Let me ask you a question about that. Do you think that this this is more impactful of age? Because I feel like that if you're dating and you're young, you're in your late teens, barely even 20, am I an ageist when I say that it's it comes with the age, the experience, the wisdom, the whatever it is, that it enriches, it enriches your talk, your level of the quality of your talk? Well, I will say, so the younger you are, the less... Uh, sort of you're more feelings and emotion oriented and you're not you're not as quick to put aside the the those emotions to do things a little bit more adult you you know you you're not really adulting but however i will say that uh millennials I think they do great. They, um, they, especially women, they have found their voice. They have uh, their, you know, when when I was young, you know, we just we got married and we had a choice to stay home with the kids. These uh, women, especially, and I see this in Boston business women. There's so many young, vibrant, successful young women, and I. I tip my hat to them and they don't get married because that's what the thing to do they get married because they they choose their partner and they really don't need them other than to be together and they love to be with them do you see what I'm saying this Steph, is different you speak the truth you really do cuz I'm a millennial and I don't speak for everybody regarding relationships and where you where you are in your life regarding what you want to do but I think that there's a sense of individuality now, especially with women, because I look to my parents' generation, and it used to be that you'd marry when you're in your early 20s, and then you have kids when you're in your late 20s, early 30s, when you get to your second, third kid or whatever. whatever. But the pattern of that is changing. And we don't have to go into all that detail now, but it's changing so yeah, it's much. A, it's a great topic to discuss. Though. Oh, yeah. It really is. It I really don't want to derail the show too yeah, much, but I want to give so, my two cents. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I appreciate no it. No problem. So, living happens during leisure. That's where the body is refreshed, the heart is moved, the spirit is lifted, and the mind expanded. You wanted to know where to go this weekend. You've been waiting for your social 411. Girl, sit your hallelujah. Because Uptown Funk don't give it to you. I found this other uh, quote. I, I read this book uh, in philosophy, Yosef uh, Pieper, um, Leisure, the Basis of Culture. Leisure is only possible when we are at one with ourselves. We tend to overwork as a means of self-escape, as a way of trying to justify our existence. In other words, true leisure, authentic leisure, you have to be okay in your own skin to really enjoy it because you, you we we fill our leisure time with stuff to do so that we really don't have a chance to be quiet and look in the mirror self reflect and recharge 
So I encourage you to engage in leisure activities that feed your soul because this is what tonight's show is all about. So uh, that's my little bit of advice. So, okay, let me tell you what I did last weekend. So it was feast weekend last weekend. It was my feast, Madonna de la Cava, and I, I went to several different restaurants in the North End, and I need to tell you, this was unbelievable. So Friday night, uh, we went to Asagio, which is one of Frankie Di Pasquale's restaurants. Frankie was on last week. We had the stuffed zucchini flowers and, egg, and the eggplant palm app. The olive oil was so good with the bread. It was amazing. It was like, totally green. These f- the food was just fat. It was so amazing. The zucchini flowers, I think, were probably the best I've ever had. They rival Il Panino's, which has amazing zucchini flowers. Uh, Saturday, we uh, went to Preza on Fleet Street, and we had a couple of appetizers, and I want, had to do it again. I got the zucchini flowers, but it was over polenta, which is a big deal in Preza. They, they, uh, they, use, they, uh, they like polenta in Preza, uh, in, the, in Abruzzo. We had the burrata. And uh, that was with tomatoes. Those tomatoes were beautiful, the red tomatoes. And they had this ravioli. It's not an appetizer, but it's, it's a, fir- you know, a first course. It's one big, giant ravioli. And inside of it uh, is a soft egg when you cut it open. And it's in a, uh, a butter, sage, brown butter sage sauce it's unbelievable the olive oil was so good too sunday we had lunch at monica's we got the uh, fried farmer's cheese with olives and roasted peppers we got the linguine with fresh tomato marinara and the sauteed spinach again the olive oil was so good today we had lunch at miragatsa right down the street over here um, in marshfield i had the turkey tips on the greek salad it was so good Anyway, this week coming up, I'll be at the Fisherman's Feast, and I'm going to tell you all about that in a sec, Uh, but uh, I will let you know where we go to eat uh, this coming weekend. I'll tell you next week. I want to talk to you a little bit about, I found that there's a, I've just found out that there's a salt cave in Situate. It's called the Situate Salt Cave. It's on 164 Front Street in Situate. And I want to tell you the benefits of salt cave therapy. Now, I've done this before, and I love it. To me, it's so amazing. You sit on uh, the anti, anti-gravity chairs and they give you a blankie and I, it's totally a nap for me. But you feel amazing. Salt cave therapy can help reduce respiratory discomfort. It's, uh, it's you know, the whole, all the walls are filled with Himalayan sea salt. So you're breathing in fresh oxygen. They pump you know, oxygen into the room along with the the sea salt. And it helps uh, with allergies, bronchitis, and asthma. And you're sitting in an allergen-free, controlled temperature, hypoallergenic environment, and it it helps extract the salt particles uh, from the walls and put them into your body. And it is really uh, amazing, and it it, it it kills harmful bacteria and germs, and it's stress-reducing. It also improves skin care and skin health. 
The salt cave therapy can relieve anxiety and tension. I'll tell you what, it's, you, sit, you sit in a th- salt cave and you're, it's a nap. It, you're just so relaxed immediately and you feel so good and, and all opened up. If anybody is interested in a salt cave, you definitely need to give it a try. It's so amazing and that is a recharging event that you could do some s- extreme self-care. Okay, moving right along, we have, uh, we're still in uh, Boston Restaurant Week until the 20th. At the Seaport, we have, uh, these are participating restaurants, Ocean Prime, Rosa Mexicano, and the North End, uh, Tresca. And I want to tell you, Tresca has the best Caesar salad in the city. It's amazing. Uh, Antico Forno has the great, is participating as well as well and it has great pizza their food's great there too city winery boston and south of boston davio's northern italian steakhouse in braintree okay so coming up we have uh the feast coming up now this weekend is the fisherman's feast it's thursday through sunday and you don't want to miss sunday night is the flight of the angel it's such an amazing moving event and uh this the fisherman's feast is out of shaka and it's a devotion to madonna del socorso and uh it's such an amazing feast and it's a lot of fun this is the uh it's the 112th annual celebration uh, one of my great grandfathers was a founder of the the fisherman's club and uh and so this, they have uh, music and entertainment all weekend long. Oh, they have a best meatball competition on Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5.30. So it's, uh, you definitely want to do that. That's going to be great. And they're in Blue Man Group on Saturday night too. So you don't want to miss the Fisherman's Feast. It's really a lot of fun. And if you go down in the Fisherman's Club, they have the DJ afterwards and dancing and cocktails and all of that. So it's so fun. And the following weekend, August Eight, uh, excuse me, 25th is St. Lucy's Feast and the 26th, 27th, and 28th is this big St. Anthony's Feast. That is what's going on in the North End. Okay, so Kowloon on August 18th, that's the Thursday, I believe, is uh, an Eagles tribute band. They have on uh, the 21st, James Montgomery Band, and that's in the afternoon. In the evening, they have a Beatles tribute, and that's uh, featuring Johnny A. The gates open at 6 p.m. The show is at 7. In Marshfield, we have um, we have Station 8 on the 19th is Brian and Spitzy, and on the 20th, which I believe is the Saturday night, is Radio Honey. At, at the Jetty, we have uh, Mike Kane and, uh, on Friday, Jim Sylvia on Saturday, and in the evening on the 20th is No Shoes Nation. And on Sunday Fun Day, it's Bob Bandera at 11 a.m. That's Sunday Fun Day at the Jetty. Mia Regatta has live, that's in Marshfield, live music Thursday through Saturday on the patio. In Cohasset, uh, they have it's the music, the Central Music Circus. The Brothers Osborne is uh, the nineteenth. We have one. Oh, they have a Queen tribute band on August twenty first. So you don't want to miss miss that. We have uh, in Quincy P 
Pete's Grill. You don't want to miss it. Say hi to the guys there behind the bar. They are great. They have they have great food there and always a uh, a fun band, either rock or disco or whatever they do over there. It's mostly rock, huh? Yeah, I know. I that's not my thing, but yeah. So anyway. Um, and there's always great stuff going on at Tolson's Tap and Tavern in Pembroke. They have Sunday Funday from 12 to 8. So in Plymouth, they have the East Bay Grill. Now, let me tell you about this place. This is so amazing. They have a gr- huge outdoor area. They have a big restaurant. It's, it's, it's a big restaurant. But outside is you have the views of the water. They have Adirondack chairs. They have tables under uh, under a tent, but then they have this great big bar area with high tops and, and seats at the bar. The food is just amazing. It's so great. It's it's the they have all kinds of seafood and they have some pasta dishes, uh, appetizers, hummus, you name it. They've got it, and they also have uh, live music this weekend. So. It's called What It Is, W-U-T-I-T-I-Z. That's the name of the group, What It Is. (laughs) And that's Thursday, August 18th at 9 o'clock, and they end right at midnight. On, On Friday, they have a group called The Common good it's common good and that's at nine o'clock as well that's friday night and but you know you don't even need to have music there because it's so super fun i love it so you don't want uh to miss that now here's something else now i was talking to you about the the salt cave in situate i found that right in the same area on front street they just opened it's called the vine bar it vine bar it's a wine bar and it just opened. It, they had a soft opening on the 7th, and they opened uh, on, on the 10th. So it's only open five days, but they have amazing, amazing appetizers, little bites, shared plates, and, uh, and of course, wine. And you want to get, it's right there. It's on the waterfront. So you don't, you don't want to miss that. Uh, it's going to be amazing. So this is what you should do. You should go to the salt cave. And after the salt cave, after you relax in the salt cave, I think you should go over to the vine bar and have wine. <laughs> I'm, I have to go there. I want to try it there. It looks so nice. And I was looking at the pictures because I just found out that it was open the, between the salt cave and the vine bar. I feel like I'm saying the vine bar, like I'm, I'm German or something. The vine bar. It, <laughs> you can't help it sometimes. I know, right? So... I. I, I just found these places. I said, oh, my gosh, we have to go there. I'm so excited about the Salt Cave because I've been to one. There's one in, up in, in, in Essex. Was it Essex or Hamilton? Hamilton. I was up in Hamilton, North Shore. And I love it. See, that's the stuff that I love. And, and this is, you know, we're talking about extreme self-care. And don't forget the leisure, you know, choosing your leisure, leisure activities. Make sure that you're recharging. You don't want to do stuff that's draining. Last night, I think I went to bed. I, last time I went to bed at like 7, 7.30, I was so tired from the feast. But, you know, I, I loved it. I was, I, it did recharge me. It, it 
my body was tired, but I I got pumped up and, and, and filled up. And one more thing I want to remind you, Precinct 10 in Weymouth has dancing Friday and Saturday nights about 9.30, the, the DJ comes out. So if you have a fun event at your biz, email me at steph at juststeph.com. We'd love to talk about... Uh, Love to talk about what you have going on uh, either in Boston or on the South Shore. And, uh, of course, you should really tune in to uh, Jen. Uh, she does the South Shore Sunday. She's on. Jen so she we had her. She called in. Was it last week she called in or the week before? So I can't remember. What? It may have been last week. Last week, yeah. I'm like, what? What? What were you saying? Okay. So, uh, yeah. And... Uh, We'll see what's going on next week. I'll let you know uh, on social media what's happening. And uh, grab my book, buystephsbook.com. Come with me to Sicily. If you're interested, if you're one little bit interested, you definitely want to get on my website and email, email me, steph at juststeph.com. Join my free Facebook community, Get Real with Just Steph. And don't forget to follow me all over social media. On Instagram, I'm the real Just Steph. And same thing with TikTok, the real Just Steph. And the YouTube is the Just Steph Show as well as iTunes. So don't miss a sexy Monday. You know, I'll see you next week. Know I love you all. Thanks for tuning in. Wishing you love, balance, and peace. Ciao, ciao, baby. I love ya. Thanks for tuning in to The Just Steph Show. Be sure to make your Monday night sexy every week from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on WATD 95.9. In the meantime, if you are ready to transform your life, shoot me an email at steph at juststeph.com. Tell me what's going on in your life. I want to hear from you.